Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Secret Invasion Episode 1, Resurrection. All that and more that we have no control over. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And I'm Ashley Coffin. The trio is here. The triumvirate. Yeah. The, the trifecta. The triforce. <laughs> finally, finally. I feel like, you know, we have the major movies, but we haven't had a TV show in a while. So now we get to do this week to week and it's going to be so fun. I know. I think the last TV show that we all did together was uh, Loki, right? Mm. Is that true? I think so. Maybe the whole series. I think Ash has jumped on for things. She jumped on for She-Hulk and stuff. Oh, yeah, you did. You did jump on for the Daredevil episode. Uh, yes, I did. I said I would, and I did. And then we'd had our <laughs> our infamous Dragon Con 12 o'clock drunk episode of She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Go back if oh, yeah. you guys want to hear some fun. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what was it, second or third episode, and we were just drunk at, in like yeah, eight in the morning. Yeah, we watched it twice, and it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mid-after, early afternoon. Yeah. It was so funny. We put it on, because we're like, we're going we're gonna to cover this right away as a th- as a trio in the in the in the room together it'll be great and then we Which watched it fun. and we were all like again we have to watch that again let's watch it again yeah. <laughs> and i was like That's who so wants good. shots yeah <laughs> it was I so hope. good such fun time i think i remember that night <laughs> <laughs> oh clearly don't that was a morning um <laughs> oh <laughs> well guys let's get into it um Ashley, you weren't here for the instant reaction, so you you kick us off. What did you think of the first episode? Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert out there oh, for everybody. Spoilers. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. That's for news. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Breaking news. Ashley loved it. <laughs> because it's finally so it's such a good like balance of having somebody on the ground to be the like the people dealing with the stuff and no heroes involved in trying to deal with this problem. But like also dealing with the sci-fi alien invasion in some way. Like it's it's cool because it has like Cold War vibes, but then it also has like invasion of the body snatcher vibes. And it's like a really good meld of everything that I really love. And like you could just tell the tone is very what they did for like Civil War and they have the same like type. It just makes you feel like, okay, this is like James Bond, M16, we're doing it, but with invasions of the body snatchers and close encounters of the third kind because they they did like homages to them in several shots like when fury came out of the uh the spaceship Mm -hmm. and like oh it was so cool so yeah i'm in yep yeah there there were some 
something I didn't notice on my first watch that I, I noticed it, but it like didn't resonate how cool it was. Something we've complained about on these shows since Disney Plus is like the bad effects. Like the effects, they don't spend the money on the effects. And something they've done really cleverly because it's a spy thriller, they have hidden almost all of the transformations behind things. Yep. And it yep. instead yes. of instead of it feeling like, ugh. And they used it to such great effect when that uh, when when Fury is following behind that alien and like it keeps passing from person to person and it goes behind something and comes out as a different person. It felt like love that. Do you remember the movie? Do you remember the movie Fallen? (laughs) Like, I think that's what. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where there's like the with Denzel Washington. Yeah, and there's like a a killer that touches. Oh, it's a demon. Okay, it it goes from body to body through touch. Like it reminded me of that level of horror. Like the, it was just so spooky the way it kept moving, and you're not sure it's the it's the the scroll. It, you're not sure yeah. it's uh, gravic. <laughs> is that somebody think? just eyeballing me, or is that is that gravic? Yeah, I loved how they did that. It, they added by they used their limitation in a way that like enhanced the art, and I love when people do that. Yeah, and then they man. did show him. Yeah, we're always watching because every single person that you saw was us, and we are everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yep, oh yep. god, I, I didn't notice that la- when I watched it last night until I watched it this time again. Like the guy that uh, was in the brown jacket that you know, <laughs> like he Gravik had turned from the little girl into that guy, uh, the older gentleman, and uh, I was like, oh shit, that was the guy that was in the bar that was like, we're drinking vodka, like, and he told him specifically, you're never gonna be the man that you were. Like, holy shit, they've been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, just getting in his head. They've been watching and like manipulating and like keeping an eye on Fury ever since he got off on the world, which makes sense. And I, I don't know. I didn't realize until like, again, I'm, I said this last night in our first, our uh, initial cast, but like this does not feel as much like a 2 a.m. show to me because it's like a little slower and it's harder to follow. And there's a lot of conversation, a lot of s- small things, small statements that mean a lot. And yeah. uh, something I didn't even really catch was how much they blame Fury. Um, and they, they say it f- flat out, but like, um, you abandoned us. Yeah. They, yeah him and Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Beca- it's because of their abandonment that, uh, and so Fury not only feels like he's responsible because he's Fury and he saves the world all the time, he's responsible because like he did this. He promised he made these a people promise. a thing, then he yeah. didn't deliver for 30 years, then he just peaced out. Which... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, like, they're like, oh, how come you couldn't find a planet? Like, it's probably not that easy to find somebody yeah. a planet to live on if you're <laughs> Nick Fury. Like, Carol, right. she has some explaining to do. But yeah. like, that's Nick the thing, Fury. <laughs> that's the thing, though. At the end of the Captain Marvel movie, like, the last thing we saw was Carol Danvers flying, like, leading that ship through one of the jump points. Mm. And... That seemed to indicate to me, at least, like, hey, we're we're going. I mean, yeah. did they just like take a trip around the block and like, ah, we couldn't find anything when we came back? I'm assuming they've been trying to find a planet. And th- uh, th- well, here's the thing: before this episode, and we've been talking about it, I've been assuming that they like have been trying, but like, it, they're just not working out. And you know how you get to that thing where it's like, we could take this planet, but to do it, we'd have to displace this people, or we'd have to do this thing, and they oh, keep yeah. choosing others over the scrolls, and the scrolls just keep getting pushed to the side. But right. there was a line in this that like gave it extra context. Talos tells Fury, we helped you all this time 
to ensure that you would keep your promise. So that means for 30 years, they have been not only just like sitting there waiting on them to deliver, they have been actively being a part of Fury's mission. He And, and they and the, and the, at the beginning of the episode, they say Fury is the only contact with the scrolls. So Fury has seemed like this all-knowing, all-powerful director Fury who can get behind the scenes and who can stop Hydra and who can do all this stuff. But that's because he has had an army of scrolls working for him around the planet, getting in wherever he wants them to be, all over. And so, like, maybe there's a little bit of Fury didn't help them find a planet because he was using them. You know, maybe he, maybe there's a point where yeah. Fury's really yeah. wrong here. You know, maybe he didn't want to give that up. It's yeah. his little birds. His oh, little birds. Man. Speaking of Game of Thrones, you guys noticed that that was Beric Dondarrion from Game of Thrones in the beginning scene, who's the doctor or the FBI agent who is talking to uh, Ross. Yeah. Oh, that was him. I love his voice. Yeah, I quotes. love his voice. Oh, it's just like a voice I could never imitate. Like it's, like, he's, <laughs> it's like a monster. He's real growly. Voice. So it's so low Scrolls. and so growly. Scrolls. Yeah. No one could have pulled that line off like he did. Scroll. No. That's Scrolls. when I was like, oh, it's Barakta. And I loved him. I loved yeah. him in Game of Thrones. Yeah, me too. That poor character. I really loved what the wardrobe department did with, with him. Like, he looked absolutely positively disheveled in the mm-hmm. best way. <laughs> like, he was perfectly disheveled. And, like, Matt, what you were saying with the, the transitions, you know, since it's a lower budget thing. That was something that I noticed as well. Like when the guy pulled his hat off, yes, completely covered his face, and it just like transitioned from like this is a black man. Now it's a scroll. Now it's a black man again. <laughs> yeah. They use oh, Martin for that Freeman's transition. eyes when he hit the ground. His eyes were like oh doing yeah, this they were... thing when they were going. And I was oh, like oh, because yeah. when he jumped off that, I was like well you're dead. I was like he's yeah. not alive. You <laughs> you're can't dead, just idiot. do that. You can't just do that. I don't know what you guys talked about though. Did you did you think did you know that he was a scroll? And do you think it was like when he got turned? Did you guys talk about that? Like when maybe he was turned? Um, we did. We, we, I, we didn't on this episode, but we did on a when, when we first watched the first five minutes. So the first five minutes that they showed in a a, a, a couple weeks ago ended right when that agent uh, tackles the guy in the room. So it doesn't reveal okay. that he's a scroll, but at that moment we were both like, oh, so he's a scroll, right? Yeah, definitely a scroll. <laughs> so like okay. weeks ago yeah. we were like, but how long has he been a scroll? That's the crazy thing. And Matt, like we had been talking about like, is Maria Hill a scroll? Has she been mm-hmm. a scroll the whole time? Is she even a real person? Yeah. It, has she ever been real? We don't know because she, we know she was a scroll at one point, but we don't know for, we, and we think Fury was real, but like, do we ever know that he, Maria Hill was real at all? It's crazy. Yeah. And, and I kept expecting her whenever she got shot, shot at, at yeah. the end of this episode, I was like, oh, she's going to turn into, she's going to turn into, can you please turn it? Don't do this oh, to me, no. Maria. <laughs> Because I had demanded, I demanded that there be some sort of character growth for her. And we got it. We got so much of it in that chess scene where she was playing chess with him and telling him, like, man, you're not ready. And that was, that was something I said in the moment. Like, that was twice. That was twice he was told he's not ready for this fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's faking it. The way he trips. I mean, maybe it was because he's like not used to walking on gravity, but I think he's faking this whole uh, 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 persona. Oh, the limp? I think he's faking all of it, yeah. It's a great question. Yeah. It's a great question of whether he's faking it or not. Like, I really don't know. Um, could, <laughs> it could just be Sam Jackson like, 
Oh, I got the Marvel cramps. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I got to work it out. Well, he doesn't. Whoa. So I had said in the last episode that I thought he was going to die. I completely take that back because uh, I forgot um, about the Miss the Marvel trailer, which has to take after. Yeah. And he looks more put together and like strapping. So I'm like, this is a facade. They shouldn't have dropped that trailer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't think this is a facade necessarily. I have a I have a red string theory about it that we'll talk about at the end. Um, we, okay. We're going to have a new segment today. I'm going to do my best to think of one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, well, the thing that is really tr- just so tragic about Maria Hill, like she has always been his ride or die. Like yeah. he has always been his like right by his side. We've never seen her apart from him. Even when she like left Shield to went to work for uh, Tony, she was really working for Fury. Like she's just been working for Fury the whole time. She's yeah. totally bought in. And then he abandoned the scrolls, but he also abandoned her. And she says like, "Well, you know, you didn't. You not responding to me for all those for years kind of sent a message about where you were. And I don't think you're ready for this. And yeah. like." I legitimately find it so tragic, just so freaking tragic that she finally gets her mentor, her like friend, her fellow agent back. They just have a few, honestly, very coarse words about how he abandoned her. And then as far as she knows, he shot her. Yeah. She was like, it was you. He's like, no, no, yeah. it's so tragic. Oh, I hate it so much. And it's so beautiful, though. And it, like, puts this sharp thing into, like, Fury's head of, like, he just lost one of his best friends, one of his closest confidants, and lost them in a way that, like, he had pushed her away. They never got to reconcile. And it just, it's going to put Fury in a really dark place. I think it's also setting up Amelia Clark to kind of take over his mm. number one girl position. Because it, it was really quick for her to kind of, like, change sides if that's actually what happened unless she was in on the ruse at the end which i kind of don't think she was but i also don't believe talos that his wife is dead i got a lot of thoughts Ooh, <laughs> yeah. you don't believe his wife is dead no i don't what if mm. i don't know what like i don't know he's just you think they faked her death or i don't know maybe he i don't what if he oh, is like i don't want to be out of power because ben Mendelssohn is always a bad guy and i didn't when he was like, oh, I'm a, he was like set up to be a bad guy in Captain Marvel. And then suddenly he was a good guy. And I was like, oh, okay, like this, this is fun. But nobody plays a bad guy like Ben Mendelsohn in a double cross mm. here. See, and I don't even think it's a bad guy thing. I think he is almost to the point of where the rebels are. Like he yeah. is just as tired. And when, when uh, Fury shot that scroll after he begged him not to, he's like, I can handle God. this. This is my fight. Do not shoot him. Do not shoot him. And he's like, I said no. I said, yeah. It's just like, no. he is so tired of his people being pushed to the side. And in this case, his his friend who loves him, who like at the end, at the beginning, when they put their heads together, it's like that scroll form of like affection. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so touching. And they talk about the plants. They talk about his wife. And they t- it's just so touching. Um, and then, but even the wife said, uh, there's a line where he says, she feared it would take something like this to bring you back and to like, bring you back to earth. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, so the council was saying like, what do we need to do to get Fury back engaged? And some people were saying like, we need to trust Fury. That's, that's the, uh, Talos thing. And then there's mm-hmm. other rebels saying like, no, we need to start 
like direct action. We need to start bombing yeah. things. To we need get- to force mm. his hand. We need to force I his hand. I love that part of the storyline, by the way, the fact that they're using like they're saying that it's like radical, mm-hmm. you know, country to country yep. wars that are actually the scrolls doing it so that we just all take each other out so that they can just come right in. That is great writing. Yeah. Genius. I don't know if they mentioned it in this episode, but I think it's pretty clear that they they can uh, survive in a higher level of radiation than we can. Yeah, that was so cool. Like, let them live there. What's the problem? Yeah, let them live there. Why why would we worry about them having their new scrolls? <laughs> I there? love that they didn't say it was Chernobyl because that's a little disrespectful. So they were just like, you see it? You see those you, two towers? You know where it is. It's, <laughs> it's in Russia. You know. You know. There's they do the like. We'll take the Ferris wheel out because that makes it very obvious. But the, these nuclear plants are uh, off the books. We don't actually know where they are. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Did you notice um, there was like a, a blink and you miss it kind of thing <laughs> when they showed all of those racks that the the uh, scrolls had captives, like the the shells or whatever. The first guy on the right that you saw was the um the art store owner guy like the the dude who was fighting talos oh that's cool oh yeah because yeah, like I, when i saw I, him I do remember when i saw him in I, that yeah. scene i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. i remember i know his face from somewhere i've seen him in this I, I thought the same thing but i didn't put it together good call yeah like watching it the second time i saw him on the right and i was like oh my god i knew it i knew i recognize him do you think mm. they'll have like a prison like they did in the comics like where everybody is because i don't think like i feel like they would have copied ross while he was on the run like he's definitely he's probably still with the wakandans and that was a perfect time be. to kind of swoop in and take over because val would have known if it wasn't him that's his ex-wife and like their memory stuff is loosey-goosey like we can kind of do it but not not like ex-wife level of i know you knowing him so i feel like it has to be after that right it, um, unless he was just uh, the whole time we're talking 30 no, years i don't here. think so we don't know maybe <laughs> like it could have been or my thinking like is that. that they just intercepted him and he went to that meeting like i think everett ross has been real all the times we've seen him and that was just a single especially since they only used him for the beginning opening scene of this episode yeah I think I think Everett Ross is out there somewhere. Well, it's a perfect time to take over his his thing because he's on the run. So he like yeah, it wouldn't true. raise too many questions if you impersonate someone who's on the run and no one knows where he is because he's in yeah. And, and Prescott said that uh, he had stopped turning in reports. Yes, because um, he couldn't trust anybody other than you. Of course. And like he, if he can't trust anybody, he's not going to know. That something happened to Ross, and Ross was, oh, maybe uh, you know, working with the Wakandans against the government or whatever. Yeah, that might be true. I, I really like that scene, and they don't hold our hand through it. And like, I don't know exactly what gives it up. I've been try- I watched it three times trying to like figure out like what's the moment. And like, the only thing that he says the the, the moment that like I forget the agent's name. Do you remember Prescott? Prescott. Uh, the the moment that his face sort of flashes and you kind of realize that he he turns on a fake smile and that's there's like a moment he sort of takes his his face goes dour for a second and then he turns on this really fake smile like yeah yeah give yeah. it the well, fury and I think it's the him. whole way he acted it was he didn't react like if you saw the evidence if you were like yeah. actual see you'd be like oh my god he actually like he <sighs> rolled his eyes he bilboed it like oh it's my party get them out of here. Yeah, <laughs> rolled his eyes and then put on the fake smile. Yeah, his whole like yeah. anyone else would be like, "Oh my god!" 
everybody's a scroll are you a scroll you know like that's totally. how you would react and he <laughs> how do i know you're not a scroll? he didn't react at all and i was like uh-oh well the moment that yeah. i noticed the face fall the is when he says i'm here to help and it's like okay this is the only guy you trust he is so resistant to hearing your plan. He doesn't believe you. So this is the only guy you trust, and he does not trust your opinions, right? He's completely shutting you down at every turn, and that seems normal to Prescott. Like, So this is the only guy he trusts, and he doesn't trust him back. That's a really lonely life. And the thing that gives it away, in my mind, when I watch this thing a few times, is him saying, he changes tacks. He's been going like, no, this is all bullshit. Like this is, this is scrolls on you know scrolls aren't a problem. They're our friends. Da da da. And then he goes, you know, I'm here to help. And that's when Prescott goes, well, like he like it's suspicious and like that is such a lonely red string dude. Like he has no <laughs> friends. The only person he trusts doesn't trust him to the point that when he says I'm here to help, that's the thing that triggers him to go like, no one would help me. Like, I am so alone in this theory, and, like, I am so – I know I sound crazy, and, like, him saying he's here to help, like, yeah, it just was, like – I loved that. I loved that so much. You know, the, the thing that I was thinking of for that moment is when, like, throughout the whole thing, Ross is saying – or, the you know, fake Ross is saying, like, how, like all this is just theory. All this is just theory. If I'm going to go, like – Fury's on Saber. If I'm going to bring him down, I need more than just theories. I need evidence. Mm-hmm. And then when he's actually shown evidence, that's when I think that like actual Ross would be like, okay, cool. We got good evidence. We see that this has happened. Uh, you know, let's start working out a plan for, you know, countering this in some mm-hmm. way. I'll call some people, you know, he'll, he'll start generating that plan. But this guy was like, okay, here's evidence in front of me. Mm. Let me take this away from you. Yeah, that's and that, that, then, I, I agree with that. Mm, <laughs> you don't need this, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think mm. we are abs- based on how this show starts. Since we're kind of talking around that first scene, based on how this show starts, I think someone we have known for a long time is going to end up being a scroll. Oh, it's gonna be Rhodey, and I'm not gonna like it. I think it's Rhodey. Rhodey's pretty likely. Um, <laughs> I know. But he says in the opening monologue, he's like, "What if everything you see isn't real? What if you can't trust the information you're receiving?" And he says, "What if the ones closest to us, the ones we've known our whole lives, aren't who we thought they were?" Like that's in the opening of the show, and it makes me think like. If they don't pay that off with like really breaking my heart, I like I want them to break my heart. Do, <laughs> do me, do me pain, Marvel. Do me pain. Do me pain. <laughs> I remember how crazy it was in the comics. Like uh, when they did this, it was like what Civil War ran into Secret Invasion. Yeah, it was. With the it was comics, right after Civil and it War. was like Electra was the first one. Who yep. was? They were like, oh my god! And then in the end, it ended up being like, uh, who was it? Spider Woman. Yeah, uh, Spider Woman was Varanki. Yeah, yeah, and that was crazy. Who? And yeah. then Norman Osborn killed her, and then he yep. became the agent. So, what if they do something like that with Ross, where like, oh, he he and like Val they take down the scrolls, and then he is he vice president or what? What is he doing right now? What? He, they're gonna kill Dermot Maloney He's or whatever the hell his name is. He's gonna secretary. die. Secretary. <laughs> He's Secretary of State. So, uh, yeah, he was. He's. They call him Mister Secretary. Uh, okay. In Civil War, 
I don't know. I, I hope this puts him up into a position to become like president. Like in yeah, like I think he was Secretary of Defense in Civil War. Well, is that what Rhodey is now? Un- unknown. Possibly, we don't know. Oh, okay. He's definitely some sort of aide to the president. Secretary of Defense would make sense. Um, it's it, for this new president or whatever. Yeah, this new president. When I first saw him, I was like, Mm-mm, I don't trust that guy. He's got that face that I, I can't trust that guy. Yeah, that motherfucker's a scroll right there. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> I've been theorizing the idea that like Val is building up to some sort of subversion of the president to put Ross in power. I've been yes. theorizing that. Yeah, and so like if they do that exact thing, like you're talking about, and like. Maybe they've allowed a scroll to become president so that they can be the ones to fight him off and to reveal him, him. After the scroll invasion is dark rain, and that's when all the villains take over, and that would fit perfectly into Brave New World. Is that yeah, what it's called Brave now? New World. Yeah, and Brave New World. Thunderbolts. Like the, the, yeah, Thunderbolts. This would feed right into that. And yes. all I want is all the villains to yes. be in control. And I'm like, please do it, please do it, please do it. <laughs> dark rain would be such a cool thing. Like if so the fun. if the Thunderbolts if the Thunderbolts are the government-sanctioned team, if the Thunderbolts are the new Avengers, because the I'm bad people about. are in power, oh, oh, that's the shit. <laughs> that gets my freaking skin crawling. I'm just, I got all the chill bumps, guys. It's fucking amazing. That's all amazing. I want. That's yeah. all I, want. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's looking really good for something like that. And then you've got uh, a bunch of Avengers that are ha- the half of them that are left are ex-cons and like you know like they could easily be I'm just saying like from a PR perspective like who are you going to trust the Avengers that turned on us like you know what I mean like yeah, yeah sure they helped in the battle of Aww. to save the planet but like Hawkeye and whatever they turned on us during Civil War you know like it, they didn't yeah. want to trust, yeah. trust the government or whatever well that's what's sad about Fury is that like it seems like his trauma is he feels like he put all his cards on this team and then they failed because they were all inner fighting and like he just can't kind of like cope with or he can't trust them now like he and it's like misplaced <laughs> right well i love what he says uh, i forget who says is it sonia or is it um or is it hill that says i think what you learned from thanos was that like uh no matter what you do to fight for good, there's always someone more powerful to undermine you. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, was, that was Steen Sonya. stealing Olivia Coleman. Oh, my God. Steen she's great. stealing Academy Award winning Olivia Coleman. Just she's yep, so good. Chewing up every she scene. She ran away. And I'm she so glad. She ran away with the scene. <laughs> I'm so glad she's going to kind of be like his, his Val. Kind of. Yeah. Like, we're friends. I think they dated in the comics, right? Didn't they? It seems like they might have based on this. Yeah. Didn't we used to trust each other or something like that? Like, didn't we used to be friends? Yeah, we used to work so well together. Yeah, that line. Wink! There's no way she didn't know he put that little camera there, by the way. I don't believe that for a second. See, I thought the same thing. The way they were framed in the shot, like, having that conversation, I was like, is this real or is this, like, part of the... (laughs) Is she double-agenting the... the, the, Is she allowing this to happen? Yes. Yeah. I loved her line. Just, it, it really like sold her character to me when he's like, they they extracted me. They extraordinarily extracted me or something like this. And she says, she's like, well, were, were you lot extraordinary? Were you lot extraordinary? You, you must be finally putting it all together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, she, line. The, the thing that like really got me is she was like, you usually are barely scratching mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Like, damn. It was fun to Got see him. them spy dance too, because like they were 
both just trying to see how much information they could get out of each other by being, oh, we're being the fakest versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. And it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And it was so well done. You said yep. you think that Fury is faking it. And he says in the scene, I'm faking it. Like, he says, she says, my, my guys, 20 years ago, my guys would have never been able to take you. And he says, I let your guys take me so I could talk to you. Oh, I thought that right away when he was walking around in yeah. the town. Yeah, mm. well, like, especially with, uh, with Talos being, like, uh, at night in Moscow, you're going for a walk? You're, you're going to stick out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't mm. want to say, like, Nick Fury, you're black, and that's weird in Russia. No, they, they definitely did want to say that. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> they said, said that very no, no, specifically he later. He didn't want to say scene. those words, but, like, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what he was saying. Well, well yeah. it's just funny that the scene, like, because he says that, and then a moment later, Sonya's like, it's a black man in Russia. You're either Nick Fury yeah, or... you're either one of... <laughs> you're either Nick Fury or a ghost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, that that guy was a singer. He sang something famous. I can't remember what. Yeah, his, yeah, but what it was. Only River. And he was such a. He was a into the Communist Party. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But oh. he, I think Jeff was saying he's a ghost because he's dead, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, that yeah. It's either it's either this one, <laughs> this one black man who would dare come to Russia on any terms, and a ghost. Oh. <laughs> those are my. Those are the two options for who this could be. I mean, he yeah. might as well have just been like, "Come get me!" Like that's yeah, what he yeah. was doing out there. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm so alone, walking I'm in vulnerable, Russia. and my eye patch is <laughs> off, and I'm limping. Get out of here!" Or like maybe that limping thing was getting off of uh, being up in space for so long. Yeah, just, that's yeah. True becoming too. adjusted to gravity again. Yeah, I could see that. I could but see he made that. such a show of it. Hmm. He was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but who was who he showing off for, though? Cause, I don't know. Like, scroll Maria Hill? Around. He doesn't know. He knows yeah. anyone could be a scroll. Fair. That's how Fair. I felt halfway through this. I was like, it's everybody. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's a scroll. scroll. It everyone. is everybody. Every single person on screen is a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really do feel that way. And I'm like, I, I, I joked about us having a red string theory segment, and I think that's a good idea. But like, I think basically every week it's going to be this guy's a scroll, and here's why. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. going to be bad. It's going to be Mephisto level bad, I feel like. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. It depends for on sure. how far they start to go, because then we're going to go, we're going to lose our minds. Mephisto is like, a scroll. I'm a scroll at this point. Yeah, or like, <laughs> I am a scroll. I actually think I'm a scroll, you guys. Like, it's me. <laughs> it's I was me. like, if it's me. I'm a scroll, can I put my consciousness back in my body that's hanging upside down somewhere that doesn't have to go to work? Yeah, right. that sounds great. <laughs> I just want to hang out there for a minute. Just, just put me upside yeah, down some, and play my childhood memories over and over again. Maybe let, you know? let yeah, a scroll cool take that. over me, please. Like I, I need to. Yeah, I really, let I really somebody else take me away. Shitty life. Just go do it. <laughs> yeah. Can I volunteer to be a shell? I volunteer as tribute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, there are also just like some fun things in this episode that like I really like. Like we're talking about all these cool. Badass, great character moments. I love it. But also just some great stuff. Like, uh, what did you get for your midlife crisis shopping spree? Uh, the Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers. The comedy doesn't feel that forced. Seems, no, and that's what I like expensive. about it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that with that line specifically, I loved how like, you know, they're having like a, a real heartfelt yeah. conversation. He's like, oh yeah, not bad for a hundred and whatever year old. And he's like, Psh, I'm not even forty in human years. And he's like, like, I'm a hot scroll. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> they're like having like a real conversation about 
about the different like biomechanics of Skrulldom versus human aging. Yeah. Like, and then he's just like, <laughs> and what? <laughs> what did you get for yours? Because <laughs> you're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the Avengers. I um, love how he's like does a little chuckle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really good chuckle. And then later on, I love the other conversation they're having in the in the house or whatever. And he says like, "Ugly scroll like yourself." And he's like, "No, oh, yeah, I'm considered, I'm considered very attractive in, on my world." Scroll. He's like, it's "I like know ice. lots of I know lots of hot scrolls, and you are not one of them." <laughs> 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 I just love that Fury knows oh, lots man. of hot scrolls. He doesn't say hot, attractive. Maybe if he says, <laughs> "Yeah, hot. I know, I know a lot of good-looking scrolls, and you ain't one." Yeah, that was great. And also, um, I, this was just a very uh, straight out of any other Samuel Jackson movie. Everybody gets one. Nobody gets two. Oh, <laughs> that scene two. was so God. good. He was just having so much fun. He got mm-hmm. to like really, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, look who's back. Look who's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, and then he turns it off again. And when he, like, the guy's like, maybe we can have this conversation in the gallery where there's much more natural light. Got any more of these Louis XIV chairs out there? That's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one of a kind. Comfortable ass Louis XIV chairs. <laughs> I love the. <laughs> I loved the line when they use a certain term that is an old school term for spy, but it doubles as a yes. a, as a slur. And she she tries to stop him. She's like, "Fury, you, you can't, can't say, say that. that." And he's like, he's "No, like, no, no, you, you can't, can't say, say that." that. White woman, white woman's Instagram. Yes. <laughs> oh man, very funny. One of our listeners asked a couple of episodes ago whether they would finally let someone say "mother effer" in the uh, in the MCU, and we were joking about how Chris Pratt said uh, the f word. But uh, they did like bring it back how he half said it as he was getting uh getting as he was getting snapped, getting snapped. dusted. Yeah, I thought yep. that was nice. He's like mother. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, loved it. Yep. Oh man. Oh, so good. Everybody's talking about how like you haven't been the same. Since the blip, you haven't been the same since the blip. You're not ready for this. You're you're different. Like, yeah, motherfucker, I died for five years. Like, yeah, I, I, lost I no longer existed along with a lot mm-hmm. of other people, but I no longer existed for a little bit. That'll change a oh, motherfucker. He mm-hmm. never got to see Tony again, right? Yeah, yeah. He never got Ugh. to see Tony alive. Yeah, that's again. rough. I, I, and there's that moment where he's like, "What happened? What happened to you? Why did you leave?" And he says, "I had a crisis of faith." And she's like, well, "Why'd you come back?" It followed me, followed up, me there. up there. <laughs> it's just such a good line. These are like yeah. classic, just Samuel Jackson delivered lines. They're just so good. Um, yep. And then there's the this the line like it's just so heartbreaking to me that she died because there's so much unresolved here. She says, and he says, and I owed it to Talos. And she says, you sure you aren't talking about someone else? And I'm, yep. I'm assuming she's talking to him about herself. Like, you owed it to me, too, and you didn't yeah. come back for me. Oh, man. It was a, like, that's sad. Their last conversation. Ugh. Yeah. He also doesn't, he never got to see Nat again. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't even get to see her body. Because she, yeah. when, like, when she died, she was in a different part of the timeline. She's in a different part of the multiverse. So, like. Yeah. They For can't sure. even like bury her body. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. <sighs> Nick, Nick's got it bad, man. Bringing we, it way down. We, like that's why I understand. Like I get what he's going through, and then he kind of abandoned by Cap too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's what the space station's all about. Is like that's where they're storing Cap. He's not he, actually on no, the moon. No, he let himself be an old man and die. He never went back to Nick Fury. I don't think. No, yeah, he's he's in cold storage. I don't believe it in space. <laughs> I still think I still think we're gonna get some moment in the future, in even if it's like right before Secret Wars or something, where Chris Evans comes back. And he's like an old man, and they use that time machine that Bruce did to like de-age him, and he's going to be back for one last fight or something. I really, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to like, like de-age him, but add ten years. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's I hope it's later. Like, yeah, they, it's not exact science. You know, they did a baby last time. If they get close, I'm impressed. They yeah, can do it. <laughs> Let's start all over with Chris Hem- or Chris Evans. Yeah, yes. start start straight from the beginning. Sorry, I was watching Extraction last night. Ugh, Extraction two. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> Hemsworth. It's a lot of Hemsworth. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> what are the chances that because this is in Russia, we get some Yelena or or Ooh. some Red Guardian action? I Ooh, if, if it's setting up for what I think it's setting up for, that would make complete sense for them to show up. Like if we're going to like a Ross takeover. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Because the the room that uh, that Gaia was in when she said that I barely made it out, you know, there was somebody waiting for me. That room that she was in looked a whole lot like the room Ooh. that was in uh, in the Black Widow movie, the one in the sky. The huh. space in his little oh. air station. Okay. In his little air station. Huh. Where um, God? What was his name? I don't know. The, the like main bad guy that she fought against. Oh. Like that room where he had the map and like somebody's daughter titled windows. Say, like, yeah. Don't forget Why? somebody's don't daughter. Don't do this to me. People in the chat, what's the bad guy's name in Black Widow? Something Russian. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly something Russian. Ovanoska say. And Drakov. 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 Yeah, I remember Red Skull says his name. Drakov's daughter. It, it was it was uh, in his Loki office. says it too. Yeah, mm. yeah. It was in his office. It was in Drakov's office where um, those glass panels were. That you know, that same sort of window was there, and I was like, "This one's not red. This like there's green backlighting on this, but this reminds me a lot of his office. In fact, like all of this aesthetic pretty much reminds me of his office. Hmm. I guess that makes sense since he's also Russian, and that's probably what like Russian military." compounds look like the they all have designer. the same interior designers yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so how about we talk about the villain a little bit gravic um another thing that when we did our instant take i did not really pay attention to was how um i kind of just assumed he's like a young scroll you know like he's a young scroll upstart whatever and he's like leading the people astray and has doesn't have much of a personal connection but there's like a line there where they like to talk um uh, Talos says, Gravik took your abandonment much harder than some yeah. some others. And so, like, this... It's a child, maybe? Yeah. Well, well, no, I don't think so, because their aging so is so different, which they talk about. So, like... And then he also says, um, you knew him personally. Or Sonya says, you knew him personally. And he but says, you know him personally. I knew him. Yeah. Or, I yeah, knew him. I knew him. Um, yeah. So, I think there's something more to their relationship than just, like... Uh, you know, just but like they just kind of know each other. Like I think he was closer to Gravik than he's letting on. Okay, interesting. Do you think Gravik might have been like his right hand assassin kind of? 
I don't know. Scroll. Or working on Earth for him. Yeah, like uh, one of yeah. his main ones working for him. Yeah, I definitely think it was one of the ones working for him, for sure. I just mm. don't know. How, and it seems like they had a close relationship. And we, as he said, he took the abandonment much harder than others did. Mm. And then he started this whole sense. thing. I, I think that's going to be, that's going to make the character interactions between them way more interesting than I was kind of originally thinking it would. It would have been a little heavy handed, but it would have been, um, it would have been real good. Like when he pressed the button, like when he just like held up that thing and pressed the button, blew up the, the square. If he was just like, Hey dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. A little heavy handed, but like that would have been real good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that'd be rough. <laughs> wow. um, I didn't even think about that. Like that. Well, or like a surrogate father kind of thing. Like, right. You know, oh, you, I was like, do you think that? Oh, <laughs> you took me in a whole different direction. I was like, oh, we're doing Dear old dad. Springer now. Dad, yeah. boom. <laughs> Jerry Springer. <laughs> I am uh. the father. Pow. <laughs> you are the you, father. You are not the father and like Nick Fury celebrates or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> Who wants shots? So this whole thing with Talos is, is the other thing that really like is motivating me through this show. I think like this, the, the thing that's like really I'm loving the, this idea that he's like hit, mercy is his weakness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like that whole, that whole thing where he's like graphic knows mercy is your weakness. So like where, what is going to happen to Talos? Like, cause I think Talos legitimately hates that his people are being harmed. He really wants to find them home. He trusts fury, but like fury's also screwed him over and his people over mm-hmm. kind of over and over. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what Gravit what happens with Gra uh with Talos because like is Gravit could it could it be that he even flips flip sides, you know? Um or or uh, is he going to I don't know. I don't know. I think no matter what happens, he's gonna die sacrificing himself for his daughter in whatever way it's gonna be. That's definitely I think he's going. Yeah. And it's gonna be in some way to like protect or save her, no matter what side he ends up being on. Mm. He told her very specifically, like you know I will always save you. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, he's, I'll always protect you. And she says, you can't protect anyone. Protect. You can't protect anyone. Because he's, Ugh. for the last 30 years, not protected his people like he should. And then he didn't protect her mother. Like, that's, yeah. that's just so a knife in the heart, man. She didn't even, TBD. she didn't know that, though. <laughs> TBD. No, she did at that point. That was, she said it right after she found out, which is why yeah. it's, such a, it's such a stab to the heart. That's why it's such a stab to the heart. The dog is whining. Is that a new dog? That's uh, my mom's dog. That's Give me one Cosmo. second. He's just crying because he wants out the door. Hi, Cosmo. She's like, da, Russian. Yeah. Cosmo's face dog. I am good dog. Wolf. Good dog. Yes. Bah. Sorry about Blet. that. But never was I told I was bad dog. I've always been good dog. Blit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're talking about uh, the guy. That guy. A moment. Yeah, guy. In that moment, says like right after she finds out his mother, his her mother's dead. Says you can't protect anyone, and it's just such a mean thing to say to him at that moment. It's so yep. So uh, I would say that. Like, look what you did. Look, yeah. Look what you did. Because he just blamed it on her too, kind of. Because he said it was the people. He said, he said you were working with them when you were working for him while he was killing your mother or whatever. Yeah. She earlier in the episode, she seems so pure of heart when she's introducing that guy to the new uh Skrullus. Cults. Hmm? 
<laughs> it's very culty. That place is yeah. culty as AF. Yep. Well, <laughs> culty as AF. I don't know if I feel like it's culty. To me, it seems like a. I, I liked that place. I do think that Gravik has its problems, of course. Oh, no, the place is the world. Good. What the she was good. doing is prime, like turning you, like, oh, mm. this is all great. And you can just do this, but you can also do this. And if you do, you get to go outside. You get to do this. You get to do you this. You get to be that's, rewarded if you want to be a warrior. Exactly. Yeah. There's extra rewards if you want to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But, like, I don't know. There's also, I think she's very genuine, though. I think she's trying to save her people. And she says, like, whatever you risk to get here, it's worth it. But yeah. then, like, by the end of this episode, she found out she lost her mom to this fight. And that they're apparently doing things that are killing scrolls, not just killing humans. And, um, and it makes her really mad. And she mm. g- gives them information. Yeah. So I'm, she's, like, one foot in, one foot out of the cult. Yeah, I agree. Half Kool-Aid. Half she Kool-Aid. only took a sip. <laughs> drink the ooze yeah she she drank the ooze before before the episode started but then later you know she seems to be uh, the ooze is reciting <laughs> um he also has that moment where he says uh this is your last warning and she says that's what you always say but there's always another and there's like always another that makes me really scared for their relationship because like i don't know like from a screenwriting perspective like the reason you say that is like maybe Talos will have to make that shot one time, sometime. You know, yeah, like he's he gonna have to make that shot on her. Exactly. Yep. Like that scares yeah. me. And and what does that do to his character? I, it's just, ugh. yeah. I uh, God, I was thinking about this when uh, when I watched it again. The the reason, but like the reason behind the warriors staying in their human shell form whatever in universe it's to keep them from being so easy to suss out that they're not human you know by human and scroll alike Mm -hmm. but i think (laughs) i think i think it's just a budget thing like oh a bunch of scrolls all the time yeah no that was so smart oh the makeup department was like the only ones that are going to be outside of this little area where we very rarely go are going to be the ones that are actually people and it's mostly yeah. the people in the background that are scrolls. The like the non warriors or the scrolls in the background, and you know the masks don't have to look as good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If you ever watch those uh, Walking Dead documentaries where they talk about the, there's like three different versions of the makeup. They do like full zombie makeup, kind of like half-assed makeup, and then they do like just like a mask over their head or something, and <laughs> yeah. it looks terrible. <laughs> but the, they when they do the big groups, they keep them organized. They push those to the back, and so like you don't notice, but it's really funny. Uh, when you I see them that. up close, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have in my notes. I go, oh, saving on the makeup department. <laughs> yep, that's yep. really good. Uh, smart. There's a lot of cool stuff. They're really smart. Really, really smart. Um, I, you know what? For Talos's character, I really liked how he's disguised in the when you first meet him in the episode. He's that other person chasing uh, Everett Ross, and uh, I really liked that when Everett Ross falls. This is going to be a show I'm going to want to rewatch. Is I guess what I'm getting at because when he falls off that and hits the ground, there's a look on Talos's disguised face. It's the other actor, and he goes like, "Oh, like it looks like it hurts him that he just yeah, like the scroll just hit the ground and splatted." You know, he's he looks yeah. really hurt that he just hurt like, someone. Uh, yeah, he didn't actually we do lost anything. another one. Another one, exactly. Yeah, oh, he just wants was, to. Well, help he everybody. could have called out. He didn't have to be like. He was really on his heels. I might have tried to jump over if someone was chasing me like that. You yeah. know? Maybe he needs mm-hmm. to take his 10 down to a 4. 
<laughs> Maybe give him a little more space. Like a little space if you don't want him to do what he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like let him let him back off a little bit. Yeah, or be like, "Ayo, you know, like when they were girl. when they were running up the stairs and there was that like driving beat every like the every time the lights turn on was so cool. It was such a good choice as far as camera work. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah, choice. absolutely. Big fan of that. Big fan. What did you guys think about the the intro sequence or like the the title sequence, I guess? It was weird. Oh, it was cool. That gave me the invasion of the body snatchers thing because of the fungus. Mm. Mm, okay. oh, yeah. Like around the eye and it, it's like you see the explosion in the beginning and just the scrolls kind of taking over. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of the explosion. Sorry. It's just like this episode is all about stopping the big bad thing from happening. Like we've seen a million times and a million spy things, but the big bad thing happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that bomb, yeah. those bombs went off, which is like yep. the world is going to be at odds and like we're about to see some real like, you know, yeah. world war well, type like stuff. Prescott happen. was saying this is the one that sets the world on fire mm-hmm. yeah. and they didn't stop it. Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be this whole show was going to be trying to stop them from setting the world on fire. No, the world is now on fire and they're going to have to figure out how to put it back together. Yep. I like and it. Oh, man. not let everyone know that there's a secret scroll invasion and not let people think that it's a terrorist attack it's going to be very difficult i kept thinking like why don't you tell the russians what's going on like get them in on the protection here and then i was like oh right because you can't tell them about that you've been working with an alien army of all these years yeah one of your agents has been running an alien army in your ranks all these years like it's not good it's not good get it maybe that's why uh we saw like in the trailer roadie says to fury you're the most wanted man on the planet right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Be- oh shit. Well, he was the guy had Fury's face when he like bombed the when thing, he, right? And when he killed like, Maria. Yeah, he's like seen in the middle of the square shooting Maria Hill and letting a bomb go off. Like it looks like Fury's involved for sure. He's like not my first rodeo. Yeah, and and it's this Americans <laughs> versus Americans against Russia or whatever was the name of the group. A A R. A A R. The R. <laughs> pirates, oh, right? Love you guys. They were the pirates. <laughs> Don't do that and think I'm not going to respond ever. Just know. What are you they doing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, you want to hear my red string theory for the week? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Red string theory is our new segment. We're going to do it for at least for Secret Invasion because I think it'll be fun. Uh, and it's just a theory that is bonkers and probably not true, but like I see some evidence. <laughs> it's absolutely true. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. Nick Fury is a scroll. The way that he interacted with mm. Talos when he first arrived, the head touching, of course, like that's a scroll thing. Like then when he asked uh, about the plant, he said, "Is is that is that from home?" Instead of saying, is that from, like, or, is that from Scrollus or whatever? He says, is that from home? From uh, your home. Yeah. yeah. He didn't say from your home. He says, is that from home? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, he didn't say your home. He said, yeah. He could have said, is that from your home? Exactly. Exactly. He just to, says, is that from to home? To separate it. Uh, the scrolls touching heads. I also think it could be a powerful, like, if for a while he's been a scroll. Maybe since forever, but at least for a while. Maybe since we met him in Avengers, even. Um, it would fulfill that thing from the very beginning of the episode. Someone you know 
for your whole lives. And there are people who've been watching these movies their whole lives. You know, there are like mm-hmm. there are like 13-year-olds who or 15-year-olds at this point who've been watching these movies their whole lives and know Nick Fury and how like mind-bending would it be if you find out this guy who's been there since the first movie has been a scroll. It. I hate it. Why do I hate it? I hate it. it. Everybody that were like, oh, I think they're a skull. I hate it so much. But no, no, I hate this one more than all of those. But no, I mean, not. Oh, God. That would mess me up so bad. It would Exactly. Like, I want this show to mess me up. Mess me up, Marvel. But it's not just, it's going to mess everything up. No. I have a real sadist relationship. Or no, a masochistic. Wait, what's the one where you like to be hurt? Masochistic. Yeah, I have a real masochistic relationship with Marvel. Masochistic. Ma- I'm, I'm very masochistic. You're masochistic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I think it would be a really interesting thing for the show if, like, you know, it, you get to the last reel, like whatever the last episode, and it's a big reveal that when like everyone is, they, they everyone trusts Fury or whatever, like they know he's the one that saved the world, and then like he reveals himself to be a scroll. Like everyone knows that he stopped the scroll invasion, and that like the scrolls are evil, and everyone hates them, and like you know, Thunderbolt Ross has taken over, and all this stuff's going on that we're talking about, and they save the world from the scrolls, and then the guy who saved the world, the guy who like you just watched save the world on TV or whatever, reveals himself to be a scroll and says like, I know you probably hate me, because you're hating all scrolls, but like not all of us wanted to hurt you. Like we're 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 a complex people. You know what I mean? Like, and then you're okay. like, oh gosh, the guy who's been saving the world for 15 years in Marvel, he's been a scroll all along. I don't know. Uh, Agent Fury, Agent Nicholas Joseph Fury actually died of that cat scratch of the the flirting <laughs> scratch, <laughs> and was replaced by a scroll. Uh, lo- okay, if they do it like that, that's fine. That's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> but any other way. Ugh. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> any other way, it's gross. I hate it. Makes my skin feel weird. <laughs> I believe they call those chill bumps? Goosebumps? Goosebumps. <laughs> Every episode from now on that we do has to be in Russian accent because they are in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> We're not all good at accents, Jeff. Ah. Well, <laughs> it's time to practice. It is the practice, the time. I can do an Italian one. Oh! <laughs> How many people are we going to... No, Jeff, stop setting us up to offend people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm you do together. the right, and me and Matt are like, that's like a spicy meatball. <laughs> Russia. That's vodka. a spicy... <laughs> don't, don't wrap me into your bad impression. I just didn't try. <laughs> I'm <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I have to thank this show, though, because I did not know what Unity Day was before they talked about it. I'm like, what, what is this holiday? What I'm is guessing this? When the, when the wall came down? Uh, no, no, it's before That's... that. It's a holiday from the 1600s. Oh. Uh, because is there it was their a... midsummer? Because that's it's, today. No, well, it's, it's uh, November midsummer. 4th. It's November 4th is when they are celebrating it. Uh, okay. November 4th is the day that it is. And it's... Uh, it, it's celebrating when the Russian people united to remove, uh, I think it's like Polish, there were two nationalities, uh, but Polish uh, invaders like got them out of the capital uh, mm. because there was no Tsar at the time to like lead them through the time of troubles is what it, what it was called. Okay. Um, so 
cool. the the people of Russia unified and got those those invaders out. I don't uh, know why people just don't do that more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unify and yeah, unify. unify and stand up. Stand yeah. up. Stand up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Standing up is could could be taken or leaving, but yeah, unify. <laughs> <laughs> unify. I don't I like sitting. Um I love sitting. <laughs> can we unify on the couch? Sounds like you're asking me on a date, Jeff. Oh. Do you guys want me to not? go? <laughs> <laughs> now that we're alone. Something something I thought we could also add to our like uh full reviews is like canon, things that were added to canon. We've kind of touched on all these, but like uh yeah. things that were added to canon. Scrolls that remain human are better at fooling other humans. I guess they get used to it, or they get better yep. at being a human. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it, well, they're, said, they're better at fooling well, scrolls and humans. They fool right, themselves right. in the comics when they do it for too long. They don't remember what's what, and that was like yeah. a whole big deal. They're like, no, I'm Jean Grey. And they're like, no, I'm Jean Grey. You're the That's scroll. Right. And they're like, what do you mean? And they're like, you have to go live on another planet, or I'm going to like take you out. And that was a whole <laughs> thing. And then yeah. there was just this like random people in the multiverse and planets that were scrolls of other people who couldn't turn back because they didn't think that they were anything but that right. person. They didn't remember it Oof. being anything else. That's interesting. I don't remember. What was the the method that they used to like replicate the powers of people who were like like Jean Grey, like who were mutants or whatever? I remember it took like a long time, but it was only the super scrolls who could really do it. And then they had to like completely acclimate and use the thing on themselves that they're like the brain thing to like slowly figure it out but they couldn't do it for a really long time but there was only mm-hmm. a small set that could and those were super scrolls right i, I think so i'm, I'm only not the sure. super scrolls could do the the mutant powers mm-hmm. okay Pretty sure right in if i'm wrong <laughs> yeah well i'll google it after this but you know <laughs> i remember I was just it was just like knew. a process oh god i, I do I, not it's been a long time yeah but that was the problem they were like oh we can be them but not for long uh, didn't they start like having them be like half breeds on Earth? Like that's what I was thinking. Maria Hill might have been like one of the children when they were born because they wouldn't turn back into scrolls if they were killed. Oh, gotcha. Ooh, hmm. yeah. Um, okay, another another canon addition is that they call the humans they're using shells. That was kind of cool. Yep. Uh, another mm. one is that they they are in some way taking the minds. Of the people we've theorized about this, yeah. scrolls do it in comics some, but they actually took the minds of the people so they can infiltrate even better. Mm-hmm. They can do that in the comics. Yeah, the, in, yeah, in yeah. Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes, they didn't like touch the person that they were replacing. They like they did this thing where they like stood with their arms up, kind of near the person <laughs> they were replacing, and then there was like this column of light. <laughs> went over each one of them like and the human like, mind transfer <laughs> that's not sillier but it feels sillier um <laughs> <laughs> it is it is much sillier but like when the guy touched the like and they said like now take his mind and he touches the the dude's head and you see his fingers change color and are like you know purple light look like it's i guess drawing out the mind and like his eyes glaze over like Super cool effect there. Super yeah, cool that's effect. Super cool. Super cool. Uh, and the last one I have here is that scrolls have longer lifespans, which I don't think we knew before this. We I mean, not, we might have from comics, not but not in this universe. And we, we didn't know that uh, they were immune to radiation. That's true. Which I don't even think they mentioned. They just hang out in radiative, radioactive places. So no, no. They, uh, Maria Hill said specifically. Oh, did she say it? Scrolls are immune yes, to radiation. She did. 
I missed that both yeah. times I watched it. Because I remember they, they talked about that in one of the featurettes I watched before the show came out. But, like, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't hear him say it on the episode. So I thought they were just, like, not holding our hand or whatever. That's why I thought it was Chernobyl when they showed it. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. That is what led to the, like, they're staying in a, in a nuclear facility mm-hmm. or a, an ex-nuclear facility. Gotcha. As Maria had the, the little pad that was, like, 3D computer. Mm-hmm. And she was like, scrolls are, as you can see, immune to radiation. Yeah. Just in case you needed to yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> we got a few feedbacks. Y'all want to go through them a little bit? Sure. Sure. Uh, Waterfall Angel says, uh, <laughs> uh, Red String Theory, Fury is an LMD. Everyone keeps saying he's been different. Uh, she wrote that Ooh. in way before I said Fury was a scroll. So, uh, What's yeah. the LMD? Ma- uh, LMD is life model, life model decoy. decoy. Oh, and uh, comics, Fury is absolutely known <laughs> for. Yeah, uh, in the comics, the well, he made Maria Hill for... make a whole bunch of them when he was like, "The scrolls are here. You got to make a whole bunch, and if you even send something, girl, you send one of them out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. And then a uh, VB Marvel fan says, uh, since Harrison Ford is the president in the next Captain America, we will totally see this president as a scroll in this series, right? I then think we kill get him. to see Rhodey jack him up. Ooh. Uh, so Harrison yeah, that's... Ford's the president in the next. Yeah, he's General. He's Ross now. Yeah, Ross is going to yeah, be I the president. That... I knew that he was Ross, but I didn't. I didn't hear that ross was going to be president yep. yeah i feel oh. like they're announcing stuff that they shouldn't be yeah, yeah. like that would you be know, a really fucking big reveal yeah huh. so I, I i do think because of that, that that's what's informed some of my theories about like val and stuff because like yeah i think they're she is working behind the scenes to eliminate this president so that ross can step in i um, think so I think. too that's that's my theory dark rain here we come dark dark rain. move over young avengers Blech. Let's do it, villains. <laughs> in the comics, uh, if I'm, you guys have told me this in the past. I, you, I think you, you told me this, Jeff. Thunderbolt Ross has nothing to do with the Thunderbolts. Like, those names don't have anything to do with each other. Right. But I think that's confusing, and I think it makes total sense that if they're creating the Thunderbolts and they already have a character named just Thunderbolt Ross, just, just make that like just make that connection clear, you know? Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I, th- I think it totally works. Um, Spark Sam says, uh, do we already have some idea about what Sonya is really up to? Oh, I think no. she's very clear that she's going to be there to stop this problem, and she's probably going to take out as many scrolls that get in her way as possible. Like, yeah. she seems like the person who's like, well, I have the capabilities to eradicate this problem, and it's yeah. starting yeah. to become a problem, so TikTok. That's why I like her. <laughs> Wait, does he know? I can't remember. See, now I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. But, like, do they talk about the scrolls in that scene? Or do they just talk about No, they didn't. The That's the game that they were playing. That's why. Right. When she said it after he put up the camera, I thought that that was, like, for someone who's supposed to be such a good, like, spy to not know that the spy of spies put a camera in your place and the loosey-goosey talk about the scrolls like that with that guy I thought was kind of ridiculous. But if we mm-hmm. need to move the plot along, that's fine. So she, so she does know about the scrolls, but she didn't yes. admit it to Fury. Okay. Correct. So she, she knows and she doesn't know he knows. Yeah. Okay. Got I it. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all the feedback. Uh, any last thoughts, guys? No, I'm excited. Look how much we had to say about episode one. 
I know, right? I know. And we are like, like we did a whole episode last night, like thirty minutes long, and I don't think we really repeated ourselves. <laughs> like it's, it's a really? lot of stuff. Yeah, no, not at that's all. Like, I, if there's no way for me to like get home, watch the show, and then listen to what you guys talked about, which I wish I could. Maybe you guys send me like oh. cliff notes so that yeah. I know what you guys <laughs> talked about. Yeah, we'll take meeting minutes for just you. real quick. Yeah. To somebody take minutes, and I'd like it sent to me <laughs> with an important. You know, the important mark, so I don't miss yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mark, it is urgent. We'll mention it if it's like, oh, yeah, we kind of thought about that last night. But, like, last night we talked a lot of, we talked about a lot of these things, but sort of, like, on different, in different uh, contexts. Yeah. The two in the morning watch is so interesting because it's like, my mind isn't working as well. So, I'm, like, kind of wa- yeah. like, watching it, but I'm, like, not taking yeah. all the subtlety that I did the second watch. I can say with certainty, Matt, that it definitely seems like you're firing on way more cylinders than last night. I was not doing. See, well that's last night. why I can't do it at the mid- like. I like to come home. I prepare myself. <laughs> right. Well, part of the problem was normally I take a nap, but we do multiverse news on Tuesdays now. So, like, uh, I did multiverse news from seven thirty to eight thirty. Actually, it was seven thirty to nine. Then I had to record about the Flash for an hour and a half. Then I you had to edit Multiverse to News. I know. Then I had to edit Multiverse News. And then before I could finish editing Multiverse News, I had to record about watch and then record. And so last night I did three podcasts and it was a lot. Well, don't do that again next week. I won't. Yeah, like leave the DC shit out. <laughs> the Flash was a one-time thing. Uh, we just have not. We, we did the, the whole ser- the whole uh, Batman 1989 movies leading up to... Uh, leading up to the flash and then we just we wanted to do the flash and it's been like a week and we could not get all three of us to all four of us together and then still yesterday we still couldn't get all four we got we did only only three of us um but <laughs> it just has been a hard week to get everybody together and that was like the only pocket of time right between the two podcasts <laughs> i wouldn't have done that for the flash movie yeah <laughs> did you like it um no <laughs> short answer no i like so last night when we when we talked about it, spoiler alert for Bill Binger's hated Assemble. it. Uh, yeah, I get that. Uh, <laughs> and last night on Binger's Assemble, when we started the show, I was like, you know, it was like six or seven. Like, it's not bad, but it's, then I talked about it for an hour and a half. And at the end of it, I was like, it's a three. Like, it's so bad. Like, I just, <laughs> now that I'm discussing it and like discussing the themes and like what works and what doesn't and like why I, with the things I didn't like, they so overwhelmed the things I liked. And the the thing that makes me mad is that it's like, it has so much going for it. And there's so many things I do like, but it's like, I like that they're there, but they don't do anything interesting with them. It's like freaking Batman. Michael Keaton's Batman is in a movie. I would, I would be excited that for that for 30 years. Right. Since the scrolls have been on earth, you know? And like, <laughs> it's so exciting, but like it, they don't do anything good with it they just don't the first Batman came out in the 80s make everybody feel older yeah 89 baby I don't know why you had to hurt me like that (laughs) but okay Um, so that's that that, and I've now ruined my Binger's Assemble episode but go listen to Binger's Assemble everybody we're talking about The Flash anybody else got anything they want to plug before we head out jump over to Bill and Ash's Terror Theater where we are celebrating the summer solstice with Midsummer coming out next week, mm. probably Monday or Tuesday. So that was a fun conversation. That movie is crazy. Uh, I've heard that. Oh, I forgot to say to you, Happy Solstice. Yeah, Happy Solstice back to you. <laughs> Did you look at you. The sun's still out there. It's like we're in Sweden at your place. Yeah. 24 yep. hour yep. sun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sauce, you like sunlight, yeah. You're like, you're like all day with your Wiener Schnitzel sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to do Norsk. <laughs> <laughs> Bros. 
All right. We're getting loopy. Uh, we're getting loopy. <laughs> we love you all. Oh, hey, welcome back yeah. to those people who have been away and not like, like, you know, we, we get it. I'm not like saying like, fuck you guys for going away. I'm saying like, thank, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, Fairweather fans. Sorry that you were blipped, but you're back now. Casual. <laughs> you dirty cashes. <laughs> <laughs> no, like during the breaks between shows, it, it happens. People like check in on us. So we get a lot more yeah. downloads through, when the shows come out. So we just want to say, welcome back. Please hang out. Uh, we'll be covering this for uh, the next six weeks. <laughs> please don't go. Uh, and uh, if you're if you like our show, please support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash MCUcast. Uh, we've really been trying to do a lot more with the patrons. And uh, we've been doing monthly meetups and uh, on Zoom. And things like that. And there's been a lot more uh, episodes going straight to the Patreon, too. We've done some, uh, what are they called? Commi- no. What's it commentary. called? Watch- commentary tracks. Commentary. We've done some commentary tracks for the Guardians movies and uh, an episode of Loki and stuff. So check those out. We're going to probably do a commentary track this month. I'm thinking of Captain Marvel. What do you think? Oh, that's a good one. That's a that good one to go with the. Oh, yeah, I will definitely be on that the one. Scroll theme. Let's do it. Let's do it. All three of us will do a commentary track for Captain Marvel. And then we still um, have to cover Iron Man. Two. Iron Man Two. Iron Man Two coming to the regular feed very soon. Um, mm-hmm. So. And then after Iron Man Two is Thor, right? Or is that Captain America? Because I know Jeff, you said you'd be on the I, Thor. I think it's Thor. Okay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so we'll be doing lots of stuff uh, here in the feed uh, about phase, phases one through three. We're doing like the rewatch of the Infinity Saga, and we've been doing even cool commentary tracks over on the uh, Patreon feed. So patreon.com slash MCUcast. You get it all ad free and all that stuff too. So uh, appreciate y'all. Peace. Waterfall Angel says friendly <laughs> reminder you got nine days before the end of the month. Thank you, Waterfall Angel. We will schedule our meetup very soon. <laughs> <laughs> I always wait. I always wait too long, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's four days left in the the, the thing. Like, uh, I need to put a poll up to see when everybody can get together. Um, <laughs> next month is tomorrow. Yeah, next month <laughs> is tomorrow. Uh, well, oh, and, and last month I got crazy sick for the whole last two weeks of the month, so we had to do it in. We had to do it at the beginning of this month. Um, so we'll do that very soon. Thank you, Waterfall Angel, for the reminder. Uh, we'll <laughs> be on there soon, guys. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. I'm a scroll. Scrolls. Scrolls. Uh, scrolls. How do you say it? It's crazy. Yeah, scrolls. Everybody's a scrolls. 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 You're like Gary Busey. Yeah, scrolls. Where's the scroll? Where is she? <laughs> Tell me. Where's Gaia? <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right, there's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 